Coming to you from Helping Our Music Evolve in Nashville, this is the Quinn Spin. Hey now! And welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, to a brand new edition of the Quinn Spin, a very special bonus edition of the Quinn Spin. I'm your host, the Quinn. I'm not at Helping Our Music Evolve in Nashville for this very special episode. I'm actually up at the new Dog Pound in Nanuet, New York. That was the weakest barking I've ever heard. It was too contrived, do you understand? (laughs) I don't even know what that was. But anyway, I'm your host, The Quinn. Look who came running over. Yeah, very excited. Oh, well, somebody was convinced. So uh, Presley, one of the dog residents of the Dog Pound, was very convinced by that. You may have guessed by now I am joined by a couple of... Quinspin OGs. Yo. For a very special edition, this Quinspin reunion. Scotty Rock to my left. L to my right. Hey and, now. Uh, yeah, I was just in the neighborhood, and I haven't taken this stuff out of my car since I moved to Nashville, so I figured, you know what, let's just record an episode and put it out whenever. And that's whenever you're listening to this, of course. So, how we doing, guys? Let me tell you, a lot has changed since I last spoke to you. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Um, I can say I am a reformed woman. Really? Yes. Really? Because I remember <laughs> you were building your empire the last uh, Quinspan reunion last summer. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was doing very well, but then I got busted with the cops. Oh, really? So we had to kind of put that to bed, but now I'm reformed. I started going to church. I started going to a uh, temple. I started praying. Church and temple? Yes. Oh, wow. And, really uh, spiritual. That's right. And now mm-hmm. I, uh, my thing is I'm a nun at the convent. All right. Who also goes to Temple? Yes. That checks out. That checks out. Scotty, what's up? Um, yeah. Can you top that? No. I was actually trying to think of something funny and humorous, but I, I got nothing. That was good, Al. Thank you. All right. Well, while, while, you're, while you're thinking of something funny and humorous, let me explain to you all what's going on out there. So uh, back in the day, the original day of the Quinn Spin, we, were, uh, we, were, we would gather around the table, tell stories. Give some stupid news. Well, we'd actually gather around a piano. That's true. We did that once, didn't we? We did that a lot. Yes, with a single USB mic. Yeah. And we'd play independent music, and that's how this whole adventure began, from the Quinspin to Lehigh Valley Underground to Underground Music Collective and everywhere in between. So we're recording this the end of August. I'm currently driving through the Northeast, and I stopped by old Scotty Rock and L Rock's place, because her last name's Rock now. Yes. That's right. That's right. And uh, we're just going to talk about life and stuff, because... Why not? This is going to be a fun episode. I'm looking forward to this. This, uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't sat across from my wife since our first date. Wow. Yeah, that was a terrible. We could talk about that later, but yeah. What were you gonna say? That's a terrible. No, first I was date. gonna say I ordered a terrible meal for a first date. Ah. He's just trying to backpedal now. No, he's just no. he's just backpedaling. No, I ordered. <laughs> all right, you want to go into it now? I ordered a buffalo chicken sandwich for a first date. Um, not smart. Yeah. Rookie uh, move. I had no problem with it. She um, called me. She called me back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got a second date. She she likes your taste, I guess. She I likes guess. your style. That's right. She it was uh, buffalo sweet and savory. That's right. <laughs> buffalo yeah. sauce dripping down my face. <laughs> oh wow, that is hubba hubba. I'm getting all. I'm getting a little hot and bothered. Sounds over a here. little naughty, huh? Yeah, it does. Oh, I love being naughty. <laughs> that was different from the voice that I did. Was before. that Aunt? What was her name? Grandma Ruth. Grandma Ruth. It was more Big Ange. Does anybody remember Big the show Ange. Big Ange? Yes. Remember, yes. When you, remember when you tried to get me to meet her at the, the chiller yes. convention? Yes, I did. And you should have. Well, cause... I saw her, but she was charging like 
a ridiculous amount of money like to say hello to her. Oh, that Local. was Mob Wives? Yeah. Yeah. Look, she died, right? Yeah, she did. May she, she passed away. May she rest in peace. Yeah. Big no Ange. no amount of money would have been too much to meet Big Ange. Well, if, that, if it, my boss was paying for it, I would have gladly done it, but I wasn't shelling out $100 to say hello to Big no, Ange. No, you, yeah. you were just scared of her. Uh, yeah. You right. remember the man. Well, the man and I, I happen to love Big Ange. You know, we're, we're big fans of Big Ange. We oh. watch Big Ange. I, Binge watch sh- sometimes. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Do. No, do. 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 Still do. Oh, you still do. Still do. Once in a while, you know. I mean, it, when I last saw him earlier on this trip, we actually watched Alf. And you know, wow. here's what I got to say about Alf. Wait, Elf? Elf. 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 The alien. The alien. Right? <laughs> I thought you said that, Elf, like Will Ferrell. No, no, no. No, I'm not a big Will Ferrell guy, believe okay. it or not. I've never Elf. been. Elf. Yes. But you know, I'm sitting there. He's cats, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Cats were a delicacy on his planet. But the thing I could never really quite understand about Alf not so much about him, but about the family that he lived with. Like, why did they just keep putting up with his crap? Like, he was pretty. He was a pretty terrible like house guest. Like, why didn't they just kick him out? He was a dick. Yeah, yeah. Like he was a known dick. He he was just, and his nose even kind of looked like one. And he would just always <laughs> complain about everything. Like he never had anything good to say. He never had any wisdom. He would just come back with snark. Like why did they keep putting up with this crap? I think because they needed some spice in their life. Yeah, they needed I, to make like the Spice Girls. Exactly. Spice exactly. Uh, you know, he brought he brought turmoil. He brought a little <laughs> negativity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he brought it. He had heart. He had heart. He had spirit. That's right. And speaking of spirit and speaking, well, dead spirits, I guess, the actor who played Alf recently passed away. I know. I, I know. May he rest in peace. All right, you know it was a puppet. No, but the, the actor who voice. voiced Alf. Okay, there you yes, go. Yes, yes, yes. Not the, not, the, not the hand who puppeteered <laughs> Alf. But yeah, I, I, I just couldn't help but think that. And, you know, like, why did they just keep putting up with his garbage? Like, it I was just a know, constant wait, barrage of garbage from Alf. Where like, Did you have, like, a DVD or was this on TV? It was on or? Netflix. You know, Alf was, was on Netflix? Yeah, or saw one of those, one of those streaming services. I don't know. It was, I was at the man's uh, cave, you know, his, uh, his secret lair. And gotcha, uh, gotcha. we were just watching, uh, just watching Alf. I'm like, let's put, let's put Alf on. I want to watch was, some Alf. What was his, um, his girlfriend's name? Alf had a girlfriend? No. The man. Oh, Patrice, Patrice Patrice from Chile. Yeah, how was she? Was she there? Well, I mean, she was dead years ago when he first told the story. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, so... More the same it's been than a ever. Long time. Yeah, she had been eaten by a giant squid. Right, off right. Off the coast when they were snorkeling. Right, sad yeah. story. You're all probably wondering what's going out on out there. There's a lot of inside jokes flying around. So this is how all of this stuff started here at the Quinn Spin, Lehigh Valley Underground, now Underground Music Collective. We started as just a morning show. Kind is there an archive where format. people can listen to like original? I have a secret archive. Oh, it, it's it's where actually it? it's hidden in the man's lair. Fittingly enough, I was going to check on it to make sure it was still there. That's why I stopped by. So people ah. can't go back. Because, you know, our new listeners, they have to be intrigued. Like, who is this ma- this man with this sultry voice that I've never heard before? I need to hear. I'm sure that's exactly what they're thinking. Scotty yeah. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure that's exactly what they're thinking. So, can you just answer my question? Well, well, it's all, I mean, it's all in a vault in the man's lair. I mean, and I want to go there. When I say people, I mean I want to hear my sultry voice. Well, of course you do. Of course you do. In his um, underground lair. Yes, yes. I, I wouldn't go like hang out with the man. I went there just to check on the check on the files. Gotcha. I pray for him every day. For the man? Yes. You should. Yeah, in, in your new found life. Exactly. Of course, yeah. So this is the Quinn Spin. We have plenty of people commenting on the photo that Scotty Rock just shared out. Yeah, I was just Yeah, kinda... I just want to... Oh, oh, Big Daddy Dell is not happy. Why? Why is Big Daddy Dell not what, happy? A what in all caps. Oh, man. Um, Big Daddy Dell. Right, so, 
this was not planned. This was not planned. We we need to we need to get this out there. Yeah. I was literally rolling through the area. I've ne- I've haven't taken this stuff out of my car, the board, everything since we went to Nashville. We're yeah. we're roughing it here. We're not in a studio. I'm just like, hey, you know, we were just talking about the show and old memories. I was visiting right. I was visiting the new Baby Rock. There is a Baby Rock. And, pebble. Uh, we call her Pebble. Yeah, yeah. I was visiting the new, the Pebble. I was visiting Pebble. And I'm just like That's good, right? We, we were joking about recording an episode. I'm like, you know, I, I have the I have the board in my car. And here we are. We're just yeah. here. Just and I said I could find some stupid news. This feels like the most Seinfeldian episode of the Quinspin ever because we're literally like we spent almost ten minutes already talking about nothing. It's true. Oh, Alf. Yeah. Alf. Talk about. Hey, 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 Alf. Alf is nothing to me. He's dead to me. <laughs> After the other night, he just annoyed me into submission. So I want yeah. to officially apologize to Big Daddy Dow. Yes. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> And drunk Uncle Lewis, and and apparently your uh, voice crack there offended Trekkie the dog. We're not, we're not. You know what? I'm just gonna let that ride. I'm just gonna let him go. I'm just, you know, this is live. I'm in afraid color. of him waking the pebble though. Oh right, yes, the pebble is yeah. sleeping like a rock. Oh. Hey now, but look at that. I am, I am more terrible than ever here at the Quinn Spin. So anyway, yeah, this wasn't planned. Uh, just want to issue that apology to Big Daddy Dell. We uh, we're not ignoring you. We love you. We miss you. And drunk Uncle Lewis. And drunk Uncle Lewis and all the rest. B dog, B dog, the man. I mean, I didn't tell the that man. Guy. Yeah, that that guy. I wonder what that guy's doing these days. I saw he was in Vegas not too long ago. These are all former co-hosts for those who are wondering out there. Yeah. But yeah, I saw he was in Vegas not that long ago. You know, getting with the Scumbo. ladies. Scumbo. 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 Yeah, Scumbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faye. Faye. Mm-hmm. I was about to say Flo. Yeah. No, Flo died. Flo died. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. A lot of deaths. Yeah, this has of... been a very tragic run yeah. when you when you really think about it. And I mean, anyway, so we uh, we used to do a little something here at the Quinn Spin, and then we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about life for a little while. Well, real quick, I just want to throw a yeah. quick plug because um, I did post on Twitter and uh, have not gotten any responses uh, at Scotty Rock. Mm-hmm. That's two T's, Scotty Rock seventy seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a follow. I'm actually at my one hundred ninety ninth tweet. Oh wow! So wow. maybe I can get somebody besides my mom to. Yeah, we were talking about that. Like, we were talking uh, about that off air. How you're so disappointed when you like put out a profound tweet and then to like a celebrity, and I see that I have a response, and it's my mom. Yeah, Mama yeah. Rock is. I mean, I love Mama Rock, but like you know, we when always I tweet a celebrity. To- you know, we always have to use to apologize to Mama Rock on this show, and I think <laughs> I feel like we have to again because I, uh, you should appreciate your mother. You know, I apologize you to your mother online. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mama Rock. Sorry, Mama Thank Rock. Thank you for being the only one who tweets me back. Thank you for loving me. <laughs> anyway. anyway. So yeah, as I was saying before that happened, uh, we used to do something here at the Quinn Spin every single week. Highlighting something going on in the world to educate you all. And Mr. Scotty Rock brings it to us every single time. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for Stupid News with Scotty Rock. All right. It's better be so, good. You've had over a year. This is really good. I hope so. So this uh, is from the Huff Post. Oh, boy. Um, and it's actually, I'm not sure if it's local or not, but Mount Morris, New York. Um, it's somewhere in the state that we It's somewhere in the state that we're in right now. I would think upstate, maybe. Cops follow trail of macaroni salad straight to robbery suspects. Oh. This is a modern-day Hansel and Gretel. (laughs) (laughs) Please indulge us. Never trust the macaroni salad. It'll turn on you when you least expect it. 
This after police in Mount Morris, New York, apprehended three burglary suspects by following a trail of macaroni salad they left behind while making their getaway. In a release published Monday morning, the Livingston County Sheriff's Office reports thieves broke and broke in and stole a cash register from Build a Burger restaurant, which I really want to go to that place. Build a Burger? Mm-hmm. Just saying. Kind of like Build a Bear. Right, but, but a burger. Burgers. Um, along with the establishment's entire surveillance system and a large bowl of, you guessed it, macaroni salad. <laughs> Deputies were hot on the criminal's trail, literally, as they attempted to escape via the nearby Greenway Trail. Found along the trail were cash register parts, surveillance system parts, rubber gloves. I don't want to know why they had rubber gloves. Loose change and a steady trail of macaroni salad. It was later discovered that the suspects stole a large bowl of macaroni salad, which they took turns eating along their escape route. I wonder if uh, the macaroni salad was followed by the runs. Anyway, officers arrested. Sorry, not funny. Matthew. Whoa. 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 Officers. Things are getting a little rocky in here. (laughs) Hey, now. I love you. Officers arrested Matthew Sepetko, 34 years old, James Morallo, 35 year old, and Timothy Walker, 23 years old. By early Sunday afternoon, the three had been charged with third degree burglary, third degree criminal mischief, and fourth degree grand larceny. Walker faces additional charges for criminal possession of a controlled substance. And they are all booked in the Livingston County Jail. Most of the stolen property has been recovered. Most of it. There's still some macaroni uh, salad. I mean, some of the macaroni yeah, salad was in their bellies and unrecoverable. Yeah, these guys look. I mean, I know people can't see, but they look hungry. Quite the quite the good looking bunch. Mm-hmm. I'd wear them oh, all. And every time I have so, stupid news, I, I look to see if Trunk Uncle Lewis is involved and uh, just has an alias. But I mean, um, well, what, what was that last one from uh, from from the other reunion show? Oh, it was uh, the 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 person that was found in somebody's bathtub eating cheese doodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we went on a ramp. What would your bathtub snack be? Yeah, that's right. And of course, you know, Drunk Uncle Lewis was indeed our prime suspect yeah, here at the yes, Twin Spin. Yes, because that just sounds like something he would do: break in, drunk, decide he's hungry, give himself a bath. You know, because you know. Takes and a lot soak of work. In some he ranch. Stank. Or no, that was, sorry, that was Big Daddy Dell. He wanted to soak in ranch dressing. Yes, yes. And dip like carrots and stuff into. Yeah, it. dipping carrots inside. In a, let, let's just revisit this for a second. <laughs> dipping carrots in a ranch dressing that you are currently bathing in, fair or foul? What do we think? Depends on how long it's been in there. But like once you sit in there with your um, stank ass. Yes, <laughs> thank you, Al. Well, I I would feel like it's contaminated. No? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of gross. I mean, kinda are gross. we all are we all in unison on that? I'm definitely in agreement. Did you uh, just secret sauce? Maybe. Well, I'll have to listen back to that. If so, you win. Your high pitched yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's just think what, of uh, all the bacteria. Yeah, all the and sweat. all the crevices, your yeah. toes. Mm-hmm. What if you and showered all- first? And mm. like actually cleaned yourself, and then no, no, still like it's just the thought of certain parts touching the the the, the dressing that you are so then you going to mistaken ingest. a carrot for something else. Yeah, yeah like oh. I would actually, <laughs> Jesus, I would pour Russian dressing on my chest, and I would take a carrot and, and I would eat that. I have a very clean chest. Well, but like yeah, but that's not like you know certain other parts, you know, like your booty. Like, once that touches the ranch, no, no, no. Or any kind of dressing or condiment. No. No, I just wouldn't. I just couldn't. I couldn't see doing that. 
Big Daddy Dell's into some weird things out there, I guess. <laughs> what are what he's doing? He's not happy, I'll tell you that. Well, yeah, I did, we didn't know like, he could do this on purpose. He's just kind of like, you know. I'm not going to lie. He, we did. You did need a little bit of help setting up this uh Yeah, this I did. I, I was really struggling. And for for a little while, like, you know, the it was only like coming out of the one speaker, like in my headphones. I, I really, I was quite confused. And I was looking for Big Daddy Dell. Maybe I we him. should give him a call. Maybe we should. Maybe we, should we have him on the show? Should we should we give him a call? Maybe that could be like an extra segment we do later. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's like do a, it. like a bonus. Yeah, that, we'll put that out as like a bonus teaser to this episode. And I like it. Just listen to him yell at us, and we'll put it out like in advance. Like this is the episode that was too hot <laughs> for Big Daddy to do. The episode nobody wanted you to hear. <laughs> it's here now <laughs> for you to hear. Yeah, even though you don't want to. Hey now. So anyway, um. Yeah, lots happened, man. So, like, since the last, we did a reunion episode back in June uh, of 2018. Since then, oh, I moved to Nashville That's two years ago. No, 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 no. It's just uh, just last year, 2018. It's last year. You are right. Yeah, yeah. Calendar. I'm I'm like a I'm like a walking calendar here. So yeah, we did a reunion episode June 2018 back on WLVU back in the uh, back back in the Lehigh Valley where we were based prior and then I kind of went through an existential crisis that we're not going to get into and I ended up moving to Nashville and uh, <laughs> yeah there I am you know doing the show and running Underground Music Collective and just having a really good time down there you know but it's good to it's good to reconnect you know I've been driving through the northeast here you know just seeing friends seeing family Amber who used to do the letters with Amber segment my yes. niece she's, she's a grown woman now she, yeah she's like pretty much as tall as her mother and you know we went to the Mets Cubs game the night before we record this and it, you know just it's 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 crazy to see life coming at you so fast there is a pebble now a baby there rock there is a pebble yeah so baby it's baby rock it's really you know it, but it but it, again it's good to just kind of get back here and you know remember back to where, our roots yeah back to our roots remember where this show all came from you know i think like we addressed a bit on the on the last reunion show obviously this had a pretty profound impact on all of us you know i mean yeah. it led to me you know pursuing this independent music grind you know and i mean you guys i just want to say like also. we're not getting into it but see what yeah. ex existential crisis can get you yeah right i mean come yeah. on. <laughs> this whole show it has sucked, pretty much been my existential like, crisis for the past six see years where you are yeah you know but like you Good know stuff but yeah it also it all had a starting point the starting point's the quinn spin you know we were talking before about you know, the name of the show, and it hasn't changed. You know, the mm -hmm. name of Underground Music Collective obviously changed upon, you know, becoming a little broader in scope. But, you know, I want people to always know that this is where the whole thing came from, you know. And, you know, th there is a storied history to the show. And hashtag never forget. Hashtag never forget, yeah. So hashtag humbled. Yeah. So let's let's talk about you guys, though. Enough about me. Everyone knows me. So what a... What, uh, Let's, let's talk about some of the things we've learned here over time and kind of how it all comes back home here to the show. So, hmm. I've learned that you always know who your true friends are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can get real for a few minutes. Yeah, we can. Let's get, let's get real. Let's get real. Real AF, as uh, the kids say. We had a falling out. We did. We did. We, which we acknowledged on the previous totally, episode. Totally. We did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. We went we went in the weed. You just said you just listened to it like a week ago. <laughs> I listened to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you just you just blocked it out. <laughs> um I stopped after the bathtub talk. Oh. Um, oh, you just got a little hot and bothered. Yeah, had to no, go had to go was. handle that. All right. Um and <laughs> it's funny because 
L was the one who reconnected us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about off the air, mm-hmm. realizing who your friends are yes. and who your real friends are. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes a shitty situation to realize to that. bring that out. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and um, it makes you a better person. Yeah. Because at the time, I didn't want to say I was wrong. Right. You didn't want to say you were wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, let me tell you something. Life is just too short. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's too short for people to be stubborn and let their pride do all the talking. Yes. I- exactly right. Agreed. You know, and so I, I thank you, L. You're very welcome. Um Yeah, thanks, L. But of course. It's the you know, but it was it was it was shitty and you know, it's it's you're right. It, it's life is too short. You never know how life is going to end up you never know what's going to be thrown at you yeah um and it and some and i I said it five times already yeah it's just sometimes a shitty situation brings out the best in people but to that point i think you know think six years ago you know as of we're recording the show i was getting ready for episode one which was the only one of our previous run i did by myself thank god right right. (laughs) it was uh, pretty bad you remember that first episode i listened i listened to about 30 seconds of it and i think i told you i had to stop yeah it was awful it was awful (laughs) i really uh no 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 like the first the first show of the previous run that i just did by myself yeah and like just think but anyway that aside (laughs) uh let's 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 not go too far into that um you know, just think six years ago where we all were. You know, yeah. we were all very much figuring out. Oh, that's out. what you meant by all that. Yeah, you know, like where we all were, you know, and, wh- you know, how far it's brought us. If you would have right. told me at that point right, that I'd be in Nashville and I'd be, you know, able to really dig into this industry, like I would have never believed you. I mean, I had so much in my life that would have suggested against that you know i was commuting in and out of new york city every day i started the show as an outlet you know i didn't really know about the independent music independent creator grind until i really dug into it myself and started the show i was in a long-term relationship that i thought was going to last forever it didn't uh (laughs) you know but you know all of those things and then more you know kind of just led to this point where it's like for me where you know, it gives you that direction. You go through a lot of stuff. You know, you go through a lot of changes. And you know, you're talking about the better part of a decade for yeah. all of us. You mm-hmm. know, where we've all battled ourselves. We've all kind of battled with other people and outside forces. But now we're all kind of in this place where it's like, okay, we can come back to this table and just randomly record an episode and it's fine, you know. But I, I think, you know, over time you really learn about people. You know, you really mm-hmm. learn you know, your place in the world and how to best affect that place in the world. You know, you learn to not be so judgmental. Uh, you know, like I, I used to, you know, have a problem with that myself, you know, being a little too judgmental and just through the things, the people, the experiences that I've encountered, it's, you know, I, I'd rather help than judge, you know, it humbles you too. Yeah, it absolutely does. I mean, in the end, you know, a big theme of the show since coming back here in Nashville you know, has been to show how human we all are, to show we all have a lot more in common than you think. I mean, you look at it from a standpoint of, you know, you, you see people putting out stuff about their music and stuff about, you know, the stuff they're trying to promote, their creative endeavors, and you just see all that, and you think, wow, this person's really doing it. This person's really getting it done. But behind that is a human being. And behind that is somebody who, you know, has to pay the bills and go grocery shopping yep. and deal with 
the very essence of being human across the board, <laughs> you know. But who who's also had a life before music? Yeah, just like any celebrity. Mm-hmm. Everybody grew up. Everybody, uh-huh. you know, some people obviously had it better than others, but there's a lot of people who didn't. And and knowing again that people are human mm-hmm. is is very um, inspiring, yeah. you know. And it's it's nice to hear that side of mm-hmm. of things. And I, I like that format. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's been important for me, you know, to just kind of like sit and listen to other people, (laughs) you know, not, not, not talk as much, but listen and just kind of guide the conversation because you learn so much about these people and their work. Yes. But you also like, it just kind of helps you learn about that place in the world and about, you know, and, 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 and what it means to have that platform to be able to, you know, give people that to share their stories and go into the weeds, you know? No, I was going to say, uh, you also learn, you know, you learn from your own experiences, you learn from people's experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, I think from where I am now to where I was then, Mm -hmm. I think I have, you know, besides hooking on the street and then becoming a nun, Mm -hmm. putting all that aside, Mm -hmm. I think I'm at a point now in my life where, I just feel comfortable, you know, in my own skin and I don't care what other people think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I have a wonderful husband, mm-hmm. Scotty Rock. I have a beautiful pebble mm-hmm. and um, two dogs, you know, that that is really and fr- wonderful friends. That's that's what it's all about. And that's what really matters. And the people that don't have anything nice to say, you know what I say? Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? When we used to do the interviews, mm-hmm. that was my favorite part of the show. Uh-huh. I love doing banter. I love doing bits. I mm-hmm. love doing stupid news and all that stuff. Listening to Drunk Uncle Lewis. And yeah, Big Daddy and Dallas I loved all that. Come to blows. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> my my favorite part was doing the interviews, mm-hmm. and and most of the time that was that was you and I. Mm-hmm. But that was just hearing people's stories and hearing. Um, that other people have struggles, mm-hmm. you know, it also, it also helps to know that you're not alone and there's something that you think you're the only one going through. There's hundreds and thousands of people going through the same thing. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you don't know it mm-hmm. and judging is another thing that can lead to, to not understanding what another person is going through or, or that somebody is struggling. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like using that struggle, whether it's your own, whether it's somebody else's to find the light in the negative space. There's a song called a band called, uh, there's a song by a band called big something called waves. And my favorite line of that song is the brightest light. It always comes from the darkest places. You know, we've all been in some pretty dark places. All of us sitting at the table, probably everybody listening has been, you know, at a very low point at some point in their lives, you know? And I think when you see that in yourself, when you see that in another person, you know, you can do one of two things. You can let it get the better of you, or you can find the beauty in it. You can find the ways in which it can make you better. It can help you to make positive changes. And once you find that light, spread that light to other people. You know, it's something that I think in this society where, 
you know, it's so easy to react emotionally to things, and it's so easy to just point the finger without consequence. Uh, right. Shout out to right. our, all of our social media platforms, <laughs> you know, as opposed to pointing it inward. Right. You know, it's it's easy to get lost in all of the noise out there and to really blame. realize, yeah, and to blame instead of really understand different people's perspectives to understand times where we've maybe been there ourselves and to find the inspiration in that. You know, again, I think we're all in a place now where it's like we 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 understand that. You know, we've work to find that light within ourselves so that we may spread that light forth, you know, right, and right. it's important, you know, having a platform, you know, even though, you know, we don't get together and do this all the time, but to sp- spread that message out, I think is, is, is really important, you know, as we go. And I think in everything we do, you know, everybody has a platform on social media, you know, whether it's their personal profile or whatever, why would you want it to be anything but m- something that makes your sphere of influence better. Fortunately, we have microphones in a in a mixer right now, but it, it it is like you you know, I think you can it's something where you can go one or two ways. <laughs> you know, you yeah. can you well, can, not everybody has that. I mean, right now Big Daddy Dell doesn't have any of that and he's pointing fingers. Yeah. Yeah, cuz he's mad at us. Right. Yeah. I love you, Dell. <laughs> love you. Yeah, case in point. Big Daddy Dell's probably going to come here and uh, yeah. you know, point fingers. Point fingers and maybe some other things at us. <laughs> I don't know. In a bath. Oh, 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 oh my. That's going to get graphic. I personally, Mm -hmm. when we started or when you asked me to do the show, which Mm -hmm. I don't even think. Well, I have a question real quick before I go into this. When you decided to do the show, you said it was for an outlet. I need an outlet, man. But did you just need to talk or did you hope that people would listen or did you just do this to just type thing yeah like i'm just i'm just curious i don't think i ever asked you you know i was at a point where i was in corporate america and you know i was at the time a little disenchanted with it you know i wasn't really sure that the particular place that i was the particular role i was in was what i wanted you know and i felt like i was just spending my entire life commuting back and forth and just doing the thing and I wasn't really doing anything for myself you know like and everything was rote yeah like everything was just kind of like okay well this is my life now and whatever you know I would just think back I was not that far removed from college where I did a version of this show back in the day which those episodes will never see the light of day <laughs> and you have those uh, somewhere, Are they somewhere, in, uh, but you never will. Okay. Are they in the lair? Uh, they're they're Those in, in a the different lair, lair below the lair. Yeah. Are they up your butt, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, they they might as well be because that's they're just as likely to see the light of day as that. But you know, I just um, you know, I just wanted an outlet, and one weekend I just had to myself. I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to do anything, and I just had so many like creative ideas swirling around my mind most most of which have still never come to fruition six years later they will one day i will live a thousand lives but i just went back and like i had been kicking around the idea of podcasting of resurrecting some version of that college radio thing that i used to do right whether it was the quinspin or something else and i listened back to those episodes and i just remembered like you know i listened to some of our good ones like our series finale the last one we ever did in college you know and the season finale of dominic and the quinn which you know my brother and i did this show and then i took it over after he graduated and i just remembered like we'd have maybe like 10 to 15 loyal listeners every single week and it's not a very big you know number of people right? right but those people tuned in every week they contributed every week they they were just there Every single time to listen to this show and the show meant something to those people. 
for whatever reason, in whatever primitive form it was in. And I just remember listening to that and just getting really pumped about the idea of doing something that would affect people again. You know, like I, I didn't feel like anything I was doing was like really reaching or making an impact on anybody at the time before I started the show. And I just wanted, I didn't care if it was 10 people or a hundred thousand people. I wanted to do something that meaningful. meaningful, do something that would impact people that, that could reach people, you know, and never again, did I again, never did I think that it would lead down this entire path of really taking up for this cause, you know, of, you know, the independent creative lifestyle as it were but man i'm glad i did because i don't know like looking back i don't know where i'd be i don't know what i would have ended up doing if right. it weren't for just sitting in my room one august night you know at my parents house and listening to some old episodes of my college radio show that's how this all started you know and, and, it, and you wouldn't be where you are now in nashville if you didn't struggle a bit yeah oh yeah and there was lots of struggle. i mean y- y'all remember 2014 and for those of you who are not educated on this, man, oh, man, like, you know, my contract expired at that corporate America job. And, you know, I was trying to really make this work, make this be yeah. the thing. And, whoa, did I have a lot to learn? Yeah, that's where I learned the struggle firsthand. You know, that's where I really like was able to internalize like, hey, this isn't easy. You don't just put out stuff and have it like take off. And, you know, all of a sudden you're on Sirius XM or you know, right, right. having, you know, famous people like Jackie the Joke Man on your show, like our friend Howard Stern, good friend of the show. <laughs> He's not really a good friend of the show. He doesn't even know who we are. But anyway, uh, and neither does Jackie Marley. He loves but, us. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. What am I talking about? He's like listening right now. Huge mm-hmm. fan. What up, Howard? And Jackie. Jackaroni. Hey, now. Jackaroni and cheese. Anyway. I forgot what I was saying. What that was I this, saying? That the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You help wanted me, to make an me. impact. and No, my question was, why did you do it? Was it for you? Yeah. Because th- I think that's a good question. Was it for you? Because sometimes people just need to just talk. Yeah. And, and if people listen, they listen, but it's not so much for the reason that, pe- that you want yeah. people to listen. It, it was it's more just yeah. for you to just talk. Yeah. It was for me, I think, at first. You know, it was definitely for me because... I kind of felt like, you know, it's saying like some people live until 75 but die at 25. I definitely felt that happening. Like I definitely felt like my best days were behind me, you know, like I felt like I was just going to go through the motions and I needed something, you know, like I needed something to just break up the monotony and boy, did this show ever again. 2014 was a very thrilling year in all of our lives. We put on events, we went out looking for sponsors, and you know, we learned the hard way that being an entrepreneur is not an easy gig. <laughs> you know, especially and when we all stop speaking. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's I, also like I think back and we joke about like the mm-hmm. past people on the show, but what a motley crew. <laughs> like all the personality. Pierce, we forgot to mention. Pierce the voiceover guy. Um, yeah. yeah. It was just like thinking back and like I'm just fascinated and I, and I and I'm proud of as much as we had so much to learn about putting out a product we had live music in the studio mm-hmm. multiple times yeah yeah people like enjoyed um, the experience we had less. people do interviews from other countries five other, continents right I mean that I mean if you look at where we started and just how quickly How, that all happened. It, right. And yeah. just that people just jumped at the opportunity to to 
just talk to us mm-hmm. and 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 have their music whether and they didn't care if there was five people that that listened or or a thousand people they just appreciate they the just, opportunity exactly and and to me making that impact and those connections that that's to me impact. was yeah, yeah that's the i impact. mean that to me made, it was just it was it made me proud you yeah. know that that we were the ones who did that yeah. well we you know we until this day you know you pro- we provide an outlet mm-hmm. um you know by getting to know these artists and and getting to know their experiences their music but it's also reciprocated where they're getting to know us exactly exactly we let them right. in just as you know and they let us in right. just as well you know right. and i think the the other thing is too that i want to touch on is like none of us had ever done anything like this before. And, and, you know, that goes back to the point of having a lot to learn. Like, mm-hmm. none of us had ever embarked on anything like this to the level of commitment that we did. And so, like, when, you know, when things got results that maybe we weren't expecting or hoping for, like, we all reacted to it, I think, in different ways because we didn't quite know how. Right. You know? But in the end, like, that's an experience that I can think now. And it's like, okay, like, you know, if something doesn't go the way... I've planned for it to at this point. I'm like, oh, well, I've definitely been here before. You know, right. what did I do last time and did it work? If not, what else can I do? You but know, I also think that doing in the beginning, we did it for fun. Exactly. You know, when we used to, uh, you in know, in the I CCM said, practice, exactly rooms, around the, the piano. Noise. I yep. mean, we literally would, we did a reading of, of what was the Halloween? Like something the, from, yeah, some Macbeth. kind of, Macbeth oh, was something? the witch scene from me. Like yeah. we didn't do that. So, Whose idea was it? Was that that guy? I don't remember. I think it was that guy. It was definitely we that just, guy. But we just did it yeah. just because we're like, yeah, that's fun and stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do it. We did yeah. voices, whatever. But we didn't do it because we wanted thousands of people to hear it. Mm-hmm. We did it because it was fun and we needed something to do before play rehearsal. rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. And it turned into a, a passion. Yeah. I'm, I miss it. I'm not going to lie. If I could patch in every week with you and interview people, I absolutely would. I one day I do one, one day, day. Well, one day I will, there, I will figure know. out my technology but, um, well enough. Dell, big daddy um, Dell move to Nashville and help me. We love you. But I, miss I do, you. but I do, I do, I miss it. I really do. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was something that I looked forward to every day. I mean, driving an hour up to, to Jersey from, from the the village it wasn't yeah. a it wasn't a chore mm-hmm. i i love doing that mm-hmm. i i you know like you guys were my closest friends at the time yeah all, um, all the trips up to Niak, likewise yeah it was just it no, was no, it was a good way for me and you you know we discussed the show and after we go home we discuss we'd really kind of reflect on the show and and kind of you know you know what did i do what could have been better you know i miss those rides too yeah 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 it was it was good times you yeah. know and and I don't know why you asked me to do it. Thank you for doing for asking me. I don't still don't know. I think we were just kind of talking one day. You're like, "Oh, I'd do something like that." I'm like, "You want to? Come on, <laughs> let's I, go." Right? Cause, I think cause you had I, everything set up too. Yeah, because I realized how disastrous that first episode was. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "I need help. I need a co-host. Somebody, please come in and save." Yeah, me. <laughs> no, it was it was great yeah. time. And listen, obviously my name is Scotty Rock, mm-hmm. but I feel like if somebody said Scotty, I'd turn around. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like I still respond to Quinn. Yeah, people like, ask me all the time. So why, why, why the Quinn spin? Why, why are you? Is your name Quinn? I'm like no, and then I go into the whole long story, and I, I almost like every guest I have on the show, I almost like apologize in advance for the hey now. <laughs> I'm like, so you might have listened. There's a very high energy introduction to the show. <laughs> it's tradition. It just kind, it's it's just it's never going away. Just yeah, just bear with me you know <laughs> and then yeah. and then it just cur- turns into this completely thoughtful discussion after our you know high octane you know hard rock intro in the hay now nowadays but before it used to be totally slapstick and you mm-hmm. know all sorts of voices yeah. and characters and also yeah. it's cool to see a lot of the musicians that we've interviewed and where they are now oh my god yeah you know Spin's um, still killing it out there yeah i'm, I'm I, I the Mad Sugars, you right. know, and you were just saying we're uh, we're all there in Nashville. Foxtrot and the Fox Get Down, Get Down, it's doing amazing things. Cold Roses, yeah, Cold um, Roses is well. Uh, I know Rob Clancy from Cold Roses just put something out, okay, uh, on his own. Uh, I think a few months ago. Danny Arnold is in the national tour of Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, and he was he was a guest on the show. He was yeah, that guy, good friend of the show. Yeah, yeah, we, we he sang two originals. No, we sang an no, original. Billy Joel. And a Billy Joel. State of mind. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many people like still doing the thing, still on the grind. Josh yeah. Hastick, who yep. uh, helped us. Yeah. Quite Very a few good times. Of the show. Yeah. yeah. He's down in Nashville now, and he's he's doing all sorts of things on the live yeah. uh, production end. Like, you know, we, we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into, the world that we were entering at the time. But right. now, like, I wouldn't. And it's have not it even way. like we did it because we wanted to be famous. Right. We didn't do it because we wanted to get free tickets to concerts. Right. We just did it because we were passionate about it. We enjoyed mm-hmm. it and people wanted to join in our passion. Mm-hmm. You know, and we were talking about it before, entertainment for a cure. <laughs> and we can go back for the new listeners yep. um, that don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. So we um, decided we were going to put together an American Cancer Society benefit concert right, um, with a film screening at the end of it. Right, and we had was, no idea how to do this. No, <laughs> at all. But we did it, and we and, and, and the event ran very well. And it was, it, it we didn't have too many spectators. Mm-hmm. However, it was we did a kick-ass job. We did a kick-ass job. The mm-hmm. bands were awesome. We had how many? How many bands altogether? Six. Six. Yep. We had six. Um, and I, as much as it was extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. Challenging, and really very challenging. This and group is, and yeah. you and I, I mean, I know everybody else was, was there, but you and I pounded that pavement. Oh man, and got into some uh, <laughs> pretty questionable sponsorship yes. situations along the way. But and that was a whole nother, you a know, learning experience. Exactly, and that's a yeah. whole nother lesson, a whole nother class, mm-hmm. a whole nother category. Yeah. But um, that was probably, if you ask me, what was what was my proudest moment. Or, or or what am I most proud of that we accomplished? I would say that. And as much as it wasn't what we hoped it would be, I'm proud that we said we were going to do it, and we did it, mm-hmm. and we did it well. Yeah. And yeah, there were things to learn. There were things that went wrong, but yeah, we we did it. And our friend Art Benito up there at Camp Jefferson yeah. still follows the show. Yeah. He likes every single post we put out. Really, you know, like he and he's still. Putting I still on have concerts. his phone number on my phone. Me too. Yeah, he's still putting on concerts up there, and it's always just nice to see that name pop up, like Art Camp Benito. Jefferson. Yeah, Art Benito liked the the Quinn Spins post, like right? It's, because it's like 
you know, it reminds you where you came from. It reminds you where you started. I'm going to write a book one day. It's going to be called Completely by Accident, How I Stumbled into the Music Industry. (laughs) And it's going to have all these stories, man. Like, I I really want to when, you know, I've, you know, finally gotten to a point where I feel like I have any authority writing a book on this. And just all the, at the time, (laughs) you and I were doing Les Mis, the musical, Mm -hmm. and just, do you remember, I mean, of course. Well, I think that might have been company by then, by entertainment. Okay, but we were in, we were involved in a musical. Yes. But I just remember how many cast members wanted to help. Yes, wanted to volunteer. Wanted the event. to yeah for not mm-hmm. not to get paid, not to get in for free. People felt they like wanted this show to was help. Theirs, yeah. And and yeah, and it was it was um, impactful for me. You know, like just yeah. knowing that people know what we do and and like what we do it was a big deal and have stuck with it over the years right you know like again there are people that from that way back early in that era that like still follow the show and still say to me like oh i see you're still doing that thing i see like oh well what's this whole underground thing apart that's a part of it and like but they remember it for they that that was their entry point and that meant a lot i think to you know, the people to be a part of that who were a part of it in any small way. We had so many volunteers that day at Entertainment for a Cure. Yeah. And it really, like, I know it meant a lot to us as a group, you know, to, like, I remember going over at the Jefferson Diner over in New Jersey, going over the list of volunteers, and we're like, holy yep. crap, we have a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do with them all, you know? Uh, we have more volunteers, probably, than people that actually showed up as pay- no, <laughs> paying it's, patrons. It's but absolutely know, true. But still. Uh, but that was fun. Yeah. You know, in the end, it's... um. I, I mean, I know it would have been nice to make some money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, raise some money for the cause. Right. Yeah, you know, what have you. Yeah. But on the other hand, having the people that were there, you know, your family came. Uh-huh. Elle's family came. Yeah, the support. My family came. Just our, our friends. Mm-hmm. It was just having those people there mm-hmm. to support us was so important as well. Yes. You know, not just having a, a paying audience that we don't know exactly um yeah it, it was, was it was, was a community a, effort right you know it really right. i think taught us all a lot and that's about. what we really wanted it to be we wanted it to be a community-based event not not um just something to raise money you know and we we stayed local we got sponsors locally we got sponsors. you and i i mean we had we, some, we were on uh news 12 new jersey yeah our yeah. uh our spot that we filmed up there at yeah Camp jefferson yeah yeah, with the with yeah. the filmmakers. Good, good time. I mean, we did a lot, and and um, you know, we talked about off the air again the show we did at the the truck, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which it didn't have that same sense of community because we no. were in a completely different area. Right, nobody knew who we were, and that was another thing. That was another learning experience where like. We went into a new market way too soon. Nobody knew what was going on when we were doing our thing. and But we learned from it, you know? I certainly learned from it. It's like, okay, don't, you know, conquer one and then conquer the next, you know, kind of. I think I think we're a little bit uh, overly ambitious yeah. at the time, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you always want to stretch a little bit beyond your current capabilities, your current station, mm-hmm. because how are you ever going to grow? Your current comfort zone, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You always want to stretch a little bit beyond that. Yeah. You know, because if you don't, I just totally burped into the microphone. I'm going to probably edit that out somehow. But <laughs> if not, if not, you excused. just heard it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I had a big mac and cheese stacker sandwich with pork. Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was good. That's like all the calories I need for the day. <laughs> but like, you know, if you don't stretch beyond that comfort zone, how are you ever going to grow? You know, if you don't take that leap of faith once yeah. in a while. And over time, this has just been from the Quinn spin 
in its origins to now with Underground Music Collective and packing up my car and moving to Nashville. This has all been one leap of faith. Which is still packed. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> with more stuff that I left back here the first time. You know, this is actually the second move down. Right. Now. I guess you're it's, saying. It's, it's yeah. honestly uh, incredible. You know, you're still doing what you set out to do. Yeah, in a, in a, in, a, in a strange way, like it is all a continuation, isn't it? You know, and, and it's you know the show has evolved so much, mm-hmm. and we're so proud of you. Oh, now you're still you know getting to do what you're passionate about, and you're still doing well, what you love and what you you're still staying with your goal mm-hmm. and providing the outlet for independent right. artists. Yeah, and you know I, I I will say, and I know we've acknowledged it on more recent episodes of the show before too, like. It's hard to do it the older you get because you have so many people in your life like reaching milestones that maybe you'd like to reach one day, you know, marriage, kids, whatever. I'm still out here single and ready to mingle, traveling about like just focusing on this, you know, and not focusing on all those other like milestones right now. And honestly, like it it could be a lonely road, right? Because you almost feel like life's passing you by. I mean, down there, I'm I'm away from family. Do you you know know how many people are going through the same thing? Oh, yeah. Plenty. Plenty. Beyond. Untold numbers. You have people that, you know, were in long relationships and five years, six years, and they break up. Mm -hmm. And they're in their 30s or they're about to hit 30. And it's like, man, I got to start from the beginning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's so common nowadays. Yeah. Well, that was me a couple of years ago, you know. But I'll also say my advice is don't compare yourself to other people. Well, exactly. If you're not ready for that and this is still something... You know, and I'm not not that you're saying you're going to give up oh, and, no. and go get married and have a kid, but yeah. you know, it, this is what you're passionate about. So you need to figure out a way to intertwine, yeah, what you are doing mm-hmm. with what your future holds. Well, well, exactly right. You know, at the end of the day, like this is a gigantic part of my life. You know, and whoever comes into the picture next will have to understand that right <laughs> you know at, at the right. very least you well, know that I, was like me with Elle. i mean she mm-hmm. told me she was a hooker i i i had to either accept it or mm-hmm. hit the road you know or and the road. i accepted mm-hmm. it and now or get away from the corner and hit the road there, that's true <laughs> boots and now look um, she's a nun exactly she's you know? she's temple church mm-hmm. i you know i came around <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to and all, yeah. it's all because he supported me no but you're right you're right you know? but it's I mean, either you know you 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 can't give up your passions mm-hmm. to please other to people. please other people right. exactly you know and so, so many people i feel let that pressure get to them you know and i'm grateful that i haven't so many people you will give up at 25 26 okay i did that long enough but now it's time oh all my friends are getting engaged all my friends are getting time to settle down yeah it's time to settle down and like look i'm not going out getting wild on the weekends or whatever chances are i'm you know up writing reviews or something (laughs) like you know so it's not like it's not like a you know i'm not settled down it's a different kind it's a different kind of focus right now all that stuff with relationships and kids and marriage and all that you can't force it it comes into your life when yes. you're ready for it and you a know? lot of times when you're least expecting it yeah so you just you know you focus on the thing that's going to make your life feel the best that it can right you know and no timelines yeah no timelines you know i keep telling people there is no time limit in the music industry so many people think there is like oh i have to have made it by 25 what even is making it anymore you know like it depends from genre to genre i mean pop yeah, maybe you should be a little Teen younger. Idol. Yeah, you know, if you want that top 40 radio play, then maybe it's best to start. Or you're, if you're an athlete, you have a certain amount of years. Right. Physically. Physically, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but if you want to be a songwriter, a session musician, pretty much be in any other genre except for top 40 pop radio, 
You have no time limits. You can do that stuff. Where would you like to go from here? Where would I like to go? Like, I'm, what is your yeah, peak? I definitely want to get to the point where I wake up and I do this stuff every day and it's sustainable. I want to start doing the show weekly again. Um, you know, I, I just want to be able to continue to create. You know, I don't know that there's, you know, a defined like this is the finish line because the truth is there is none. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's always going to be another mountain to climb. There's always going to be another milestone, you know, and that's another thing we've talked about, you know, on the show in recent episodes is, you know, we're never done creating, but right. I always want to be able to create that content. I always want to have the means to do that and live life to the fullest, you know, and that's that's what success looks like to me it's getting the best of everything and also i'm sure waking up at 60 years old and being as buff as you are now. well yes i mean i i do you know i would like to you know acknowledge that I've yeah, you, you guys should work. really see he is buff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the snack bar is open just just throwing <laughs> it out there snack. dem gains dem gains yeah but you know i i just want to keep creating man like i think in a way we all do you know that that lives inside of all of us who have ever endeavored in anything creative is we want to find ways to keep doing that. We want to find those outlets. Right. And if you can make them into a career, if you can make them into a living and something that you wake up and do every day, man, it doesn't get any better than that. If you could do that and be who you need to be do in your life. Do what you love to do every single day of your life. You're not working. Yeah, but also be who you need to be. Yeah. You know, for yourself, first and foremost, very important. Because without that, if that doesn't go, nothing else goes. But then, like we said before, you know, being able to spread that light to other people, being able to take what you've done and you've created and you've learned and being able to share that out and share, most importantly, I think the lessons behind those things is really, you know, that's the essence of what it means to embark on something like this. You know, find... I hate to say find your tribe, but find you know find those like-minded people. Here's your people. hippy dippy talk. Here's my hippy dippy universe talk now, but like you know find those people that you know share that mindset and and grow together and push each other, challenge each other, and just continue to get better. You know, I feel like this world needs that right now. Yeah, absolutely. This world needs positivity. Oh God, it's and I'm not going to get into all the politics and what, but because we don't do that here on the Quinn Spin. But uh, it's just needed in this world. It is. There's so much negativity, Mm -hmm. and we were talking before again about people always looking to complain and point fingers and Mm -hmm. blame, and it's just just step back and appreciate. Mm Hmm. Appreciate where you are, how far you've come. Right. Appreciate, Appreciate the people that around you're you. here. You know, and well, that brings it full circle. Yeah. You know, again, like we we're all friends again. You know, yeah. and it's and it's you know it, it's very easy to just say, well, I didn't screw up. He screwed up. Screw him. We're exactly. done. That's it. Yeah. We're not talking. But you really find out who your friends are, and and it's nice to be able to step back and appreciate mm-hmm. what we have and had and where we did start. Yeah. And, it, you know, it was literally sitting around a table just like this one yeah. or a piano as you were. Yeah. But like, you know, just being on the road on this trip where we're recording this episode taught me a lot. Cause I, you know, getting to see friends, old friends, getting to see relatives, you know, getting to see my nieces and nephew growing like weeds and becoming their <laughs> own people, you know, like it's really, it really puts it all in perspective, you know, and it's good. Like, I'm just happy in my life to have come to a place where I can really be present for all that stuff. You right. know, I don't, you know, I don't have to necessarily rush back and do the thing. Like when I'm here, I'm here. 
when I'm there, it's go time. And like, yeah. believe me, sleep's at a premium. But like, that allows me to be here and to be present with you guys, with my nieces and nephew, with my with my other relatives, you know, aunts, uncles, my dad, my brother, my sister, everybody, and and all friends from various points in my life, you know, like except the man, you kind of just yeah, I I, vault I, I use him for the vault, right, right, you know, but he knows that, right. you know, we have a very um very interesting codependency going on there, but you know, it's it is, it's just you know that that's the point you want to get to where you can. You know, have what you have and have that place to call home. Right. But also have this thing, you know, that fulfills you that you've created, you know, and which is also home in a way. Yeah, it is. Like I feel just as at home in, in Nashville as I feel here, as I feel in Jersey, as I feel in Pennsylvania, you know. But it took a lot to get to that point, you know, and we all know offline, off the air, what it took and yeah, you know, uh, there's some good and some bad and a whole lot of bowling shoe ugly as good old Jim Ross likes to say, <laughs> but it makes you who you are. And if you're going through it out there, I want, I want to impress that upon you that where you are is not where you need to stay because I've been there, you know? And I think a lot of people that we've had on this show have been there. And, you know, th- the important thing is to kind of just take those lessons and learn from them and internalize them, you know, and let them, propel you to find that light within yourself you know i think that's the most important thing just find who you need to be and share that person amen you do you that was a huge voice crack (laughs) (laughs) good job (laughs) i i think i think trekkie uh trekkie rock is actually mimicking you when you do the then trekkie does it wait can i can i try it again you do you. There we go. There we go. I'm still keeping that in because I just think it's hilarious how well timed that is. <laughs> I'm not editing this. I'm I, just it's fine. The burp, everything. Good. All the voice cracks, all the stuff. Good. Yeah. Well, I think I, that that covers it. This no? is fun. Yeah, this is good. It's good. It's, oh. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I mean, look, a lot of people happy to f- pass it on. A lot of people have been feeding me beer all week, so yeah. you know, uh-huh. my, my vocal cords are Next to nothing right now. Listen, puberty just hit for everybody. So. Yep, yep. So, anybody have anything else? Anybody have any uh, words of wisdom, dating advice? I just want to say thank you. For, for what? What having, did I do? Having us back. Oh, of course. Yeah, thank you for uh, having me here and seeing the home and yeah, meeting crashed. the pebble. He's sleeping on the couch, by the way. All right. Hey now, <laughs> <laughs> freeloading since twenty thirteen. Well, I think we should end with because um, L is no, well, L L in the past was known for two things. Yes. One was inappropriate words. words of the week, which mm-hmm. um, they could be pretty inappropriate. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not uh, sure people are ready for that. The other thing was uh, dating advice, and um, I mean, I know she's not in the. D- well, I don't think she's dating right now. I hope she's. I not. mean, I hope you she's better not hope dating. Not. That would be awkward. That'd be um, what a reveal that would be here on the show. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Yeah, I'd be the worst person in the world. Yeah, but um, I would like a piece of dating advice, especially after going to the convent and everything. I did have a dream a couple weeks ago that she cheated on me, um, and then yeah, I woke up having awful dreams about. Yeah, me. this is really like going. Yeah, to and place then I dreamt, I don't know. We should go. Well, like, <laughs> no, and then I had a dream like two days later that she was. She started smoking and she was blowing it in children's faces. <laughs> wow! I don't know where it came from, um, and I was a little upset with her. What was uh? And was, then she told me it's not real. Was breaking the law playing in the background of this room? Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Um, but I would let. I would. I think you know. Since we're not. Since yeah, I don't think people are ready for that inappropriate word. 
Um, we gotta we gotta build them up to it. Maybe yeah, the next time. Yeah. We warn them now. Year. Next year. Next time. It's like a once a year thing. Y'all are getting one. Next year. All right. So my advice to any single ladies or single men out there, I would say be patient, be proactive, and be creative. In you bed. And you can interpret that however you want, but, you know, I hate to say it, you know, technology has provided us with many opportunities. Um, don't be afraid to use that platform to meet people, um, network, and to, you know, find things, find people that are passionate about the same things you are. I mean, if you want to go the old-fashioned way, have someone hook you up. Maybe your parent can can a parent's friend or something. I don't know. Do, do they go to socials anymore? I don't. I don't even know. But Box um, socials, ice cream, socials. sock hops. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I think I truly believe that there is a plan for everyone, but you still have to poke around. I gotta exactly. get her out of that convent. Let me tell you, so it's it's worked for me. It's worked for a lot of people, and um, you know, just it'll work for you. Don't yeah, don't give up. Don't give up. Well, that's. Do we have time? Are we? Can we? Yeah, well, I, it's a wild west out here, man. All right, it's good. Um, I I also think that. Can I jump off that? Please. Can this be Scotty yes. and Can I just say advice? one more thing? Sure. Don't settle. Yes. Yeah, so that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Okay. Yes. Wow, that was way better than Pierce's dating advice. Yeah, well. Yeah, you know. We see who won that That's... debate. <laughs> um, it's also very tough. We were talking about this. Again, we had a lot of talks off the air. Yeah, we did. About how difficult it is to do online dating. Oh, yeah. Elle and I met online, mm -hmm. and it was... It's a chore. It's... it's mm -hmm. And... and there's a lot of you'll you're gonna hit a lot of bad dates. Mm -hmm. Got a lot of free meals apparently if you're a girl. <clears throat> um, but uh, it's it's not easy, and um, you have to, you have to be willing to keep up with it, and you have to be willing to be open. Um, and I signed up for. Should we give a shout out to where we met or no? Okay, Cupid. Yeah, okay, Cupid. Look, I'm trying to get sponsors, so anyone you want to give a oh, shout right. out okay. to? Like... Well, I would love to do a testimonial for Okay, Cupid one day because, um, yeah, we we were married with a kid, so it's it worked. It worked, and, yeah. and it doesn't work for everybody, but it did work for us. Mm -hmm. Now, I was not. I I made an account. Someone told me try. Mm -hmm. I made an account, um, and I wasn't actively looking for anybody and that was one of those uh websites that you have to answer questions and this could be uh, i told you before thousands of questions yeah, from, well, it wasn't just swipe right or swipe right it, it was like most personal questions to would you rather have cream or milk in your coffee i mean it was and the more questions you ask the more matches you'll get because the more people answer those questions blah 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 um and i stopped looking and i would get one word you know, responses from people. Hey, you like Family Guy too? You know, because I said my favorite, one of my favorite TV shows, Family Guy. Um, I wasn't responding to that, mm -hmm. and I was not active. And L wrote me like a novel, 
You did. Confessing her love. You did. It was it was a very long, but it was well thought out, and I I couldn't not respond because she took the time out exactly. to actually I write the time. write to me, um, and the, you know obviously the rest is history. But um, it's it's not easy, and and sites like that, you know. But even the ones that you swipe right or swipe left, you have to take the time to swipe right or swipe left. Mm-hmm. And then if you, well, I don't even know how that works. If you swipe the same way, then you're matched up and you're able to talk or yeah, something. Yeah, but half and, of them are bots on Tinder in particular. My experience, I'm not saying everyone's right. had this experience. A lot of them are bots and a lot of them don't go on there because they're tired of seeing people's junk just land in their inbox. Right. So it's like... Well, you and, should change your, you know, your profile picture. Yeah, um, to just, a, you know, to, to the anaconda. Yeah, I mean, maybe... Or no, people are tired of that, so maybe you should take it off. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. anyway, it's you have to be as much as online dating can work, and I'm living proof. It's not easy. Yeah, yeah. But now in this day of technology, this day and age, it's it's more available than you know. And I I, I wouldn't want to meet somebody at a bar. Or, that could be a rough you life. know, yeah. it's it's and I wouldn't want my mom to hook me up with somebody. <laughs> um, but, you know, that that used to be the the way to meet decent people is, ha- you know, meet somebody through somebody. Uh-huh. Right. I you know, I never had luck with that. And I never wanted to meet somebody at a bar or, or you know, that's not the kind of person that I want to be with. Right. Um, so online was like, I'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And it worked. But. You know, what I'm trying to say is be, I guess this is where the be patient part comes in and be willing to work. In defense of the bar thing, and I'm channeling drunk Uncle Lewis here, so bear with me. (laughs) Go ahead. But in defense of the bar thing, I don't think you can entirely write that off because. I agree. Because what if there's somebody, if you fashion yourself a decent upstanding individual who's just happening to go out because they don't know what else to do. What if there's somebody just like you out there? You know, who decides I'm going to go to this same place and I'm going to try to meet people and it's probably going to be lame. And then you end up hitting it off. I know stories like that, too. I, you know? I, I'm i sure they're out there. I'm yeah. not I'm not putting yeah. that down. I, that's per, a personal. Yeah, I wouldn't. I when I was dating, I didn't want to meet somebody at a bar. I'm not a big drinker. Yeah, I'm not a big partier. You don't get tart. So no, tart, eh, tart, tart, once tart, tart, in a while, tart, tart. only very special birthday parties. Um we, and like I'll, I'll explain that. Your with, birthday with party and my beer. bachelor party were the yep. only two times I don't can we, remember. Can we tell the fireball and root beer story? Sure, sure. Are Wait, you, can we? Like, can I just finish this? Yeah, yeah. This? Finish your point and then we're going to go sure. there. Um, uh, I don't even remember what I said. Oh, me personally, I don't want to meet somebody at a bar. That's mm-hmm. not the kind of person I want to meet. Just because I'm not a big drinker. The people that are at bars, most of them are drinkers. I'm sure there's some people that are like me. That but, are the designated drivers just there right. for the ride. Yep. But, I mean, what are the chances, you know? You, you're, you are kind of, you know, you do have to kind of play the odds, I guess. Yeah, you know, yeah. And I'm sure those seat. odds are there. I mean, mm-hmm. it happens. I won $200 on a slot machine a couple weeks ago. Those odds are terrible. <laughs> That's such a great way to put it. But I did. I rolled the dice and I won $200 on a Wheel of Fortune slot machine. And there you go. Thank you, Vanna White. Yeah. Um, Fireball and root beer. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I thought this is oh, your I'll story. Tell story. Okay, yeah, so um, you had a birthday party. I did at Colorado Cafe. At Colorado May, Cafe. May rest in peace. Rest in peace. Can we get a blessing. Um, no more. Oh, it's dead. Yeah, no, they it's gone it. years ago. Can we get a blessing? Moment of silence. Okay. That's what they do at the convent. Ah, oh, I see. Okay. My mom was in one of those ones yeah. when she was a teenager. 
for a little while. And then she decided she wanted kids. And then she then the Quinn was born. Anyway, go ahead. Um, <laughs> where were we? Fireball root beer. So, okay, so, Sorry, so this was after you and I sang karaoke. There was Macklemore. a lot of karaoke yeah. that night. There was that. There was Bye Bye Bye. Oh, you did a full choreographed uh, mm-hmm. dance to Bye Bye Bye. But anyway. Which remind me to show um, you a video later. But anyway. <laughs> there, uh, the man was there. The man was and there. And he told me I should try because I like Fireball. Because mm-hmm. um, you're basic AF. Exactly. I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, you I mean, you put it, it that way. Came not us. The horse's mouth. Um, I'll admit it. <laughs> I don't want to meet a girl like that, but I'll admit it. Um, so the man told me I should try Fireball and root beer, which is literally pure sugar. I mean, it it put I tried me on, it too. It put me on my ass. It was delicious. It was yeah. And then what was the other swamp juice? Yeah, that like it blue swamp blue. juice yeah. drink that they had. That yeah. was like their 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 featured drink. It was pretty much jungle juice. Yeah, it was, it was pretty blue. much except vodka instead of Everclear. Right, much, right. Yeah. So um, between that and the Fireball and root beer, I I don't remember the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Apparently, allegedly, L, <laughs> allegedly, apparently. L put me to sleep, and I told her, make sure I don't do anything to embarrass myself in front of the dog. Trekkie, who you heard barking um, on this episode. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I believe it. I, it's true. <laughs> it's damn true. However. Yes, thank you for the Kurt Angle. <laughs> I, I caught that. I however, I will say this. I did not get hung over. How? I don't know. How, Sway? How? I don't know. Well, I was the There's next someone morning. who doesn't drink. I don't know. Let me tell you, um, I certainly was. I'm sure. Morning. Do you yep. remember that night? Oh, I re- I've never blacked out. Well, I don't. I've, I've twice out. that night and my bachelor party. Yeah, I I remember that night very vividly. I remember bye bye bye. I remember going to the diner afterward and sticking my finger in my friend's mayonnaise. That is little, absolutely little, disgusting. It was, but you know, were we there? No, 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 y'all, y'all needed to, y'all needed to go back to the ranch and undress in front of Dre- Trekkie, apparently. <laughs> but uh, did I embarrass myself in front of Trekkie? Um, not to my knowledge. I think you were a gentleman. Yeah, Trekkie, Trekkie wasn't really like talking about it the next day. Yeah, the he next was kind of like him. whatever. We didn't yeah. make eye contact. It's kind of like it's okay. You were, you were bombed. It's fine. All right. Trekkie, well, he's happy not, birthday. He's not judgmental. Happy yeah, I do remember you doing bye 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 though. Yep. that was great. Oh, and yeah. then we did thrift shop, and it was awful. Yes, yeah, and we really tried bad. going like an octave up for some yeah, reason. Yeah, it was really bad. At that point in the evening, we decided that the wands part, the I'm gonna pop some right. tags, was too low. Yeah, yeah. so I uh, I don't know why that. Yeah, we had never tried that before. No, and mercifully, we never did it again. Nope. Until now. <laughs> Hit it. No, just kidding. Could you imagine <laughs> if I just <laughs> like? <laughs> no, I'm yeah, that's all. But uh. Good yeah. times, good, good times. Good times, and good times still to come. So again, sorry, Dell. Sorry, Lewis. We love you. Love sorry, next time. Sorry, everybody else. Next next year. Yeah, next year. This really was not planned. No. This was just like, no. I want everyone to know that. Make sure Big Daddy Dell knows that. Okay. I'm worried about him. I don't okay. want him to feel left out. I want to give him a hug now. Okay. I really do. Do you want to drive to his house? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Should we get, should we get off the air then? Yeah. All right, but first, let me close it out. First of all, thank you all. Both thank you for coming out, even though I came here. We'll see you in a year. Was a pleasure. Yeah, somewhere around there. You know, Um, Quinn Spin two ends in Quinn two ends in Spin. That's on Facebook and Twitter. I still need to get a new Instagram because I'm locked out, and for whatever reason, Instagram won't email me the password. 
So Underground Music Collective's Instagram is the place for your Quinn Spin updates. That's U Music Collective. Also, that's the same on Facebook. On Twitter, it's Collective UM because U Music Collective is too long. Also, Underground Music Collective is our central hub for all things UMC and Quinn Spin related. You can also find the Quinn Spin on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Scotty Rock's pointing at himself. Scotty at Scotty Rock seventy seven. Oh yeah, that's Twitter. Scotty Rock's tw- Twitter, and then the Quinn Spin L. The is letter it, is L. that is that active? It is. I have no clue. It is now. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So follow us all. Um. And yeah. I think thanks for and, and tweet me. Yeah. Tweet at him, please. Please let him have some interaction yes. on Twitter. Any not his mother. Anybody. Yeah. Anybody from somebody other than Mama Rock. Yes. Love you, Mama Rock. Sorry, Mama Rock. <laughs> He said it, not me. Anyway, grab some muffins on your way out. I'll see you. I don't know when I'm actually going to air this. Sometime, some special, somewhere between now and December. But whatever the next episode is, you'll hear me then. Hey, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Says I should leave this all behind Can't be treading water at 25 Paychecks here, not much left over for me But I'll call up my friends and we'll hit the streets Work so long, almost forgot how to play We'll raise our voices now and no one can take them away So